Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. been so happy. I have definitely not been this happy since last March. It is Nuanez now. I am Coulter Nuanez, and we're not broadcasting from Missoula. We are broadcasting from Boise, Idaho. I am at CenturyLink Arena. The Big Sky Conference Tournament is officially underway. We had a final now in the very first game of the conference tournament. Portland State's women take down Eastern Washington 71-51. The first game of the Big Sky Women's Tournament. That's the number eight seed Vikings. Moving on, they will take on Idaho State, the top seed in the tournament. Tomorrow, 11 a.m. is the tip for that game, so we'll keep you all in. Thanks so much for tuning in. Appreciate you riding home with me on your Monday. If you're listening in on the radio, you already know. It's 102.9 ESPN Missoula. If you're watching on TV, well, you're probably not going to see me in there. You're the Missoula Broadcasting Company, but you can watch in on SWX Montana Television. And... Uh, have no fear. You're just listening to me. You don't have to look at me. So this is actually even better. This is TV on the radio or radio on the TV. And uh, this is how we do it best. Thanks so much to the boys at the uh, engineering back there at Missoula Broadcasting Company for getting me all set up. I got a radio studio in an iPad hooked up to a mixer. I'm on the third floor of Century Link Arena. And it's a beautiful day to be alive here in Boise, Idaho. It was a surreal feeling coming in here last night 
and uh, kind of being at ground zero when everything went haywire. And, I mean, I tell you, I said it on the show many times, that was one of the most depressing days and weeks of my life. So geared up and so excited for the Big Sky Tournament last year and have it all come crashing down was a big bummer. But we've navigated the last year. Here we are. We're back at the tournament, and uh, it couldn't be any better. we got a big show for you today. i got a whole bunch of people swinging by to help out, and uh, we will bring you a variety of guests throughout this show and throughout the week as well. We're going to start off with the Montana Basketball Hour presented by Stockman Bank of Montana. And by the way, thanks so much to all of our great sponsors for getting here. Stockman Bank is one of them, as is Nick Tabor and Westpac Wealth. Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team from Windermere Real Estate. Crawford's Automotive, Aspen Sound, and Carl Tyler Express Lube. A great group of sponsors, great group of local and Montana businesses. So be sure to support them because I really, really appreciate them for supporting us. Montana Basketball Hour, we're going to get through all the state championship action from throughout this last weekend in the state of Montana. Class A champions for both the boys and girls named the Billings Central Boys win the Class A state championship. And on the girls' side, it's Haver. And it's been all Haver pretty much for a long time in that division. Third title in four years, fourth since 2014. So we'll get into some details for that. Riley Corcoran, my number one Monday guest host. He is on his way. He just got to the arena. He's telling me he's on his way uh, up the elevator. And so he will join us here in a half a minute as well. And we're excited to have him on the show. We're going to talk all of the things that played out the last weekend uh, over the uh, in the Big Sky Conference in the state of Montana for both Montana, Montana State men's and women's teams. Um, we'll get into all the scenarios and where they're at for the tournament seating. We'll hear a little bit from Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head coach. His team played on Saturday. They were the last Montana Big Sky Conference team to play. They lost a heartbreaker to Sac State, but they still earned a bye in the first round of the Big Sky Conference tournament. And then we're also going to look at some potential tournament scenarios as well. Uh, as we finish up the Montana Basketball Hour presented by Stockman Bank. Hour two, a whole bunch of other things to get to. We're going to talk a little bit of the Class AA State basketball pairings, let you know what's going on in the state of Montana. And we'll also have some bits from Krista Redpath, our Big Sky Women's Basketball Analyst, a couple of thoughts in previewing this Big Sky Women's Tournament, which will dominate the action on Monday and Tuesday. The men don't get started until Wednesday. We'll also hear from Brooks Nuana's reactions from the Big Sky Conference All-Conference teams for both the men and the women, and also a little preview of what's going to happen in the men's tournament. And then as we're going to do each and every single day this week, we're going to share a Grizz Greats excerpt today. It's a local guy, Sean Gokachia. He's from down in the Bitter Valley, Stevensville, Montana. He was an all-Big Sky safety for Montana's 1995 National Championship team. And this will be the last week of our Grizz Greats podcast series. We've been rolling these things out over the span of about 30 weeks. We did 25 episodes, 25 episodes to commemorate the 25th anniversary, the silver anniversary of Montana's first run to the Vision 1AA National Championship. So we will have bits and samplings from those podcasts each and every day this week right here on Nuanez Now. Time to dive into it. It is the Montana Basketball Hour, and I know we are sitting here in Boise, the next game in the women's tournament featuring Northern Arizona, the seventh seed, and Weber State, the seed. That's set to get going in here in about an hour, so we do have a little bit of a, a buffer here, but we will keep you apprised as far as all of the action that's going on uh, currently, but we won't have any action here live the first hour of the show here, but we will uh, dive into a whole bunch of things starting with state championship action from around the state of Montana. The Montana Basketball Hour is proudly presented by Stockman Bank of Montana. 
Stockman Bank invites you to experience the Stockman difference. As a family-owned community bank with locations throughout Montana, Stockman Bank is committed to enriching the lives of Montanans and helping communities succeed. What that means to you is your money stays in the local economy, supporting your friends and neighbors. When you bank with Stockman, you receive personalized customer care, and your phone call is always answered by a live person. Can't tell you how important that is. And we really appreciate Stockman Bank. For not only sponsoring the Montana Basketball Hour, but also for sponsoring our trip to Boise as well as our trip to the NCAA Tournament next week for the Big Dance as well. Over the weekend, the State A Championships played out in Great Falls. And on the girls' side, an instant classic. Everybody that was there said it was one of the great games we have seen uh, in the state tournament state championship level. And so exciting uh, for everybody to be involved in that. And it was Haver that takes down Building Central 64-60 to in double overtime. Sadie Phileas from Haver, she missed two free throws late in the Eastern A title game. And that helped, for Haver that is, and that helped give Building Central the Eastern A crown. Well, in the rematch, Phileas fills it up. She scores 18 points in the state championship game, and Haver wins their third title in four years, a 64-60 to double overtime victory versus Billing Central. After the game, Billing Central head coach Jetton Ailes says, as a player and as a coach, I can confidently say that will go down as one of the best state championship basketball games ever played in the state. He told this to 406mtsports.com. I cannot be more proud of the group of girls who left their hearts out there on the court. It's extremely humbling to be a uh, head coach of such an incredible group of human beings. Dustin Kraske, Havers head coach, says that was a crazy, crazy game. What a basketball game. Our kids played so well and give credit to Billing Central. That's a heck of a basketball team. It took everything we had. A whole bunch of standouts in this game, including Sadie Phillips, who had those 18 points to lead Haver. Also, Yelena Miller from Haver. She also scored 27 points. Really, really big-time performance by the sophomore. The pony, the pony, the blue ponies, that is, they were racking up stops, and Krasky made the decision to feed Miller in the second half. The six-footer, she answered the call. 21 points after halftime and in overtime. She made five of seven shots from the field and 11 of 13 shots from the free throw line. So Yelena Miller leads Haver with 27 points. For Billing Central, 35 points in the loss for Maya Hansen, future Lady Grizz. And look who I found, Sean Rainey from SWX Montana Television. Let's make sure we got you on the right. Mike, what's up, Sean? How you living? I'm great. How you doing? Good, man. It's good to have you in the chair. How's that sound in your headphones? You got it now? Yeah, I got you. Okay, beautiful. We're going to be doing all sorts of things here. I have a rotating uh, group of guests that are going to be joining me each and every single day here while we are in Boise. But to finish up this uh, Class A State Girls Championship, Haver, that's their third title in four years, the fourth since 2014, and they are now 6-2 and two in state title games dating back to 1978. So Haver has a, a dynasty going into the Class A ranks. Uh, four titles since 2014. Pretty darn good for Dustin Kraske and his squad. As I mentioned, Maya Hansen, future Lady Grizz from Billing Central. She scores 35 points in the loss, but a good performance for her. You are listening to Nuanez now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide on SWX Montana Television. Sean Rainey from SWX Montana. He just sat in the chair. Riley Corcoran's on his way up, although he's sending me pictures that the door might be locked. So somebody might have to go help him here in a minute. Uh, it's like getting into Fort Knox and get into the, uh, the arena here. But the Class A boys' state title game over the weekend. 
also featured Billing Central and the Rams on the boys' side. They came out on top. It was all defense. It was a 49-39 victory for Billing Central to knock off previously undefeated Dillon. They held the Beavers to 10 points in the first half, and they held Dillon to 29% shooting for the game. Really efficient. They wanted to grind it and slow it down a little bit, and they did exactly that. So Billing Central, they win the Class A state championship. Brock Bladder, he led the team with 12 points. Malachi Stewart pitched in eight points, and it was a uh, impressive 56% shooting percentage from the floor for the Rams, and they held Dillon again to 29% shooting for the game. That is Central's, uh, I guess, now second state title in three years because they won in 2019. They were in the mix last year before the tournament got called off, and they get it done this year as well. Sean, what's up, dude? Let's talk Boise. I mean, how how you doing? This is crazy to be back here, right? We were talking. We were sitting there having a bite last night saying, man, this was ground zero a year ago. And now this was so depressing the way it ended last year. And now it seems like this is just so fun that we're back here, back in the saddle, back in Century Lake Arena. Yeah, I think everyone that is a a big sports fan kind of remembers where they were on March 11th of last year because that was kind of what marked kind of like the the true beginning of the, the pandemic for a lot of people because that was when everything got canceled. Uh, Rudy, Rudy Gobert test positive, and then F, the NBA shuts down, and then NCAA tournaments, including the Big Sky, and then the, you know, obviously the, the main NCAA tournament all gets canceled, and that's kind of the, the marking point of what has been the last year or so. And so I think a lot of people remember where they were at that point in time, and we were right here. And so it was very weird driving back into town and just being at the place where you last were bef- when life was normal. Like, And it's been so not normal for the last year. So certainly a, a lot of interesting feelings coming back. But, hey, we're, we're playing some basketball. Things are going off smoothly so far, and uh, it, it's back to – having a little bit of normalcy so it feels good. We try to talk as little as possible about the uh, the old COVID on this show, but I will say it was so fascinating last year because I thought for sure that um, when when Rudy Gobert and all that stuff was happening, I was like, man, I don't know. This might be overblown. I don't really know what's going on. And then I remember being in a press conference here and a reporter from USA Today showed up and they started asking the coaches questions. What would you think about playing in an empty arena? What would you think about playing the NCAA tournament in an empty arena? What would you think about you know, all these different scenarios? And I was thinking, what's going on? And then I remember a couple of the coaches saying, oh, we'll be fine. We're going to get through this. And little did we know what was coming down the pipe. I don't think anybody could have predicted anything that's happened over the last year. But we are definitely back to be happy to be back in the saddle here in Boise. You're listening to the Montana Basketball Hour presented by Stockman Bank of Montana. At Stockman Bank, as Montana's brand of banking, Stockman is proud to sponsor both Grizzly and Bobcat Athletics, as well as the University of Montana and Montana State as a whole. Congrats to both the Grizz and Bobcats for making it to the Big Sky Conference basketball tournaments. And thanks to all the players for all your hard work and dedication. Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking, member FDIC. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a little break, and uh, then we're going to come back at you with what happened over the weekend in the Big Sky Conference for all the Montana schools. The Bobcat women, they finished off a sweep of Sac State to secure the three seed. The Grizz men, they got a pair of wins over an NAIA school because their Big Sky Conference games were canceled. The Lady Grizz only played one game out of two, and they lost to Idaho on the road in Moscow. And uh, the Montana State men, they split a pair with Sacramento State. And... uh, 
They still, even though they lost on Saturday, secured a bye. Listen to Nuanez now at 1029 ESPN Missoula as well as SWX Montana Television live from the Big Sky Tournament in Boise, Idaho back after this. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. to Nuanez now on 1029 ESPN Missoula as well as statewide on SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuanez here. Sean Rainey sitting next to me. My other good buddy Riley Corcoran. He's trying to get into the arena and uh, I'm sending him an SOS text now. Uh, my brother might be able to help him get in. My brother Brooks is down shooting uh, photos for SkylineSportsMT.com. For us on the radio, you already know it. It's 1029 ESPN Missoula. If you're watching on TV, have no fear. I know it's an empty studio, but you can still hear our great dulcet tones here from courtside in Boise. I see him. I see Riley. Oh, Riley's in. Let's go. He's hustling, too. Uh, Look, is, he's walking fast. This is good. This is good. This is going to be our first trio here. This will be great. Let's uh, let's move over one seat then. Huh? Why don't we? Uh, that'll be good. You are listening to the Montana Basketball Hour here on Nuanez Now. It is presented by Stockman Bank of Montana. Stockman Bank invites you to experience the Stockman difference. Stockman Bank is a family-owned community bank with locations throughout the state of Montana. Stockman Bank committed to enriching the lives of Montanans and helping communities succeed. What that means to you is your money stays in the local economy with your friends and neighbors. Recapped all the state basketball action from over the weekend. Let's take a look at what happens or what happened at Sky Conference over the weekend. The Lady Grizz and the Men Grizz are both six seeds coming into this tournament. That's the first time that I can ever remember that neither team got a bye simultaneously. They will both be playing in the first round, certainly for the first time together since the neutral side tournament uh, came about, but also probably for the first time in, in probably a generation. The Lady Grizz, they're on a three-game losing streak coming into this tournament. They lost to Idaho State twice at home. And then this last weekend, well, COVID scare canceled the first game against Idaho, but then they lost on Friday at Memorial Gym, 92-72. They finished 9-8 in league play. Lady Grizz are then the number six seed. They will play number 11 Sacramento State tonight, 8 p.m. We'll have full coverage for you of that at both SkylineSportsMT.com and then here tomorrow on Nuanez Now. Montana State's women, they won 81-66 behind 23 points from Tori Martell. MSU finishes 13-3 in league play, the number three seed. Bobcats play the winner of Montana and Sac State on 8 p.m. on Tuesday. So uh, that means we have a potential Cat-Grizz game uh, tomorrow evening, which would be a thriller. And before we get into the men's scores from over the weekend, Riley Corcoran, you made it. How was the drive, my man? Man, it, it was great. I tell you what, I don't know what time it is. I think I just flew in here, and 
I don't know. Got through all the testing, everything in between. It's great to finally be here. I know probably breathing loud. Everybody can <laughs> see what the heck's wrong with them. Just climbed a couple flights of stairs. How are you guys doing? <laughs> doing great. Doing great. Yeah, I know. We're, we're up here on the third floor, which it, it's cool because we got a, a sweet shot of the arena and everything. But yeah, there's there's quite a few stairs on the way up. So we'll let Riley catch his breath a little bit. I know. And you have to lug all the equipment. I was yeah. sweating like I stole <laughs> something when I first got up here. But here we are. We got it all set up. I know your headphones are probably a little fuzzy, Riley, but we'll, uh, we'll get that fixed up at the break. But other than that, it's been pretty flawless. Shout out to the boys back at the studio. Appreciate both Tommy Evans and Reese Wilson for helping us get this set up. These remote broadcasts are not easy, but uh, they're definitely a whole lot of fun. We got about 40 minutes till this next big game conference game that commences, but here's the other men's scores from the Montana schools from over the weekend. The Montana men had their series against Idaho canceled, so they played a pair against Warner Pacific, an NAIA school from Oregon who I had quite honestly never heard of until last week, and uh, Montana just bashed of Warner Pacific pretty darn easily. The Grizz take the number six seed into the tournament. They will play the 11th seeded Idaho Vandals on Wednesday at 3 p.m. And then finally, Montana State's men, they split with Sacramento State. They won 77-75 on Friday. They lost 74-73 on Saturday, despite 32 points from Jabril Bello. He was a perfect 13 of 13 from the floor, uh, yet he... Uh, 13-13 from the four, but that was offset by Ethan Esposito from Sacramento State. Uh, he also had 32 points. So the Bobcats, though, they still are in a bye. Number five in the Big Sky Conference, uh, and they will play Idaho State on Wednesday as well. So, boys, let's talk about some potential. Actually, you know what we're going to talk Let's talk about first little results here. So impressions from both of you. We'll start with Sean. This is the first time that we've had um, the both Men Grizz and Lady Grizz playing in the first round of the Big Sky Conference tournament simultaneously. I mean, your thoughts just on the fact that neither Grizz team got a bye? Yeah, it's certainly different. And it's also the first time that I can remember in over a decade where Montana didn't have a single player on the first, second, or third team all-conference, which is something that we are just totally not accustomed to when covering Montana Grizzly basketball. Obviously, that, that said, like, you know, they have talent on the team. It's it's also kind of spread out this year, so it's kind of hard to nominate any, you know, one guy, you know, per se. But they also, you know, it, it was a weird year schedule-wise. It, they sure. were the, them and Idaho were the only teams to play all three of the top, the top three teams in the Big Sky Conference this year, and then they don't get to play Idaho, who's the worst team. So, you know, they, they kind of got unlucky a little bit with the draw of the of the schedule during the regular season, and that obviously played a part into their conference record. He's throwing a couple one-point losses to Southern Utah and a couple other, you know, close losses, Northern Colorado, NAU. I mean, a couple of those go the other way, and they're sitting as, as the four seed. Like, I, I don't think and, – and Idaho State is the four seed, and they just went on the road and swept them. So – Yes, they're the sixth seed. They didn't get a bye. Numbers don't look all that great. But to me, I would say that Montana's still probably in the running for, you know, the fourth or four, fifth best team here in Boise. For sure. I would think that's a fair assessment. I think that we've been talking all year long, the three of us, that, that there's a tier, right? The top three teams in this league, and then there's a gap. And I would say Montana is still the best team of the rest. Does it mean they can crack the top three? I don't know. We're going to find out here in a couple of days. As far as the them not getting a first-round bye, for historical perspective, remember, guys, this was only a 16 tournament, seven or eight for a couple of years. This is only the fourth time in school history. The Grizz are seated sixth or worse going in to a conference tournament. Just a fun little fact for you, but I think with this young team, it could benefit them, though, to get a game on this floor. Well, we know now there's no shoot-arounds for teams before they play, so for Weber State, they're going to get into town here on Tuesday, and they'll have to sit 
and wait Wednesday, Thursday. They won't get in this gym until Thursday night. They'll be the final team to play. So that's something that I know we're going to have fun talking about throughout the course of this week as well, ramping up to it. But it's a different field as far as the, the all-conference teams are concerned. It was tough. You said it perfectly that it was all spread out for Montana, right? We talked a lot about the scoring balance that they've had all year with three players averaging double-figure scoring, but nobody with more than 11 points per game. You could have maybe made the argument Kyle Owens' third team, but it's just uh, it's unique how it all worked out. Well, and with freshman of the year, you know, the, the kid from Weber State gets it, but, you know, Montana had... Multiple. You know, multiple freshmen, and then so who are you going to vote for? So those votes kind of get split between Brandon Whitney and Josh Bannon. And, so it's and like that's and maybe huge. Robbie Beasley too. And, and, yeah. and the way that the the process works is the team nominates the player they think's eligible, and so Montana probably had the toughest decision of anyone: which one who of our freshmen nominate? do we nominate? Yeah. And I think we could have a, a great debate over that. I know we talked last week where Josh Bannon would have gotten a couple votes. I can tell you that Montana nominated Brandon Whitney, so that might have mm. changed the game a little bit. I mean, it's hard to argue with Dylan Jones, of course, but um, it would have been nice to see one of the Grizzly freshmen get recognized, that's, but here nor there. That's interesting, because, yeah, who do yeah. you nominate? I, I, I talked to Coach Leggins before I called the Eastern Grizz game, yeah. and he said that at that moment, he's like, I would vote for Bandit for Rookie of the Year. I think he's, or Freshman of the Year, I think he's, he's, he's been fantastic for Montana, so that is pretty interesting. And he only accelerated his final four games after that yep. against Eastern, too. You are listening to Nuanez now. I'm watching that ESPN Missoula as well as statewide SWX Montana Television. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, and Sean Rainey. Sports Director at SWX Montana, joining me, Coulter Nuanas, live from Centrally Lake Arena here in Boise, Idaho. It is the Montana Basketball Hour presented by Stockman Bank. When you bank with Stockman Bank, you're going to receive customer service and personalized care from their highly skilled and personable bank staff that are dedicated to making it easy for you to transfer your accounts and meeting all your overall financial needs, blending tradition, Western values with modern convenience and state-of-the-art technology. Stockman Bank provides time and services from people who truly care about you and your financial success. We're going to get into the all-conference stuff because I do have a couple other points to make on both the men's and women's side. I think there's a, a way that we can actually contribute to maybe fixing some of this stuff too, boys. So we'll get to that in a minute. But here's what we're going to do. The last team from the state of Montana in the Big Sky Conference that was playing over the weekend was the Montana State men. They had a little bit of a COVID delay, but then they were able to get in both games against Sacramento State. They played in Bozeman against Sac State. They lost on Saturday, 74-73, after winning on Friday, 77-75. And so we caught up with Danny Sprinkle and Jabril Bello after the game. Bello, he was 13 of 13 from the floor, had 32 points in a loss. How about that? But it was basically tit for tat because Ethan Esposito had 32 points on 12 of 14 shooting. So basically the two post guys were just going at each other. They X'd each other out. This game came down to basically a pair of free throws in the waning seconds of the game. Tough for the regular season finale to end like that. But here nor there, the Bobcats sewed up a bye in the Big Sky Tournament for the second year in a row. That's the first time in a generation they have gotten a bye two years in a row. Here it is. Danny Sprinkle and Jabril Bello from after the game on Saturday. He didn't have much space. That's he right. they had two, three guys, and, and uh, I mean, it's amazing that he he was making those shots. You know, with the, with that many guys hanging on him, I thought he did a tremendous job. You know, going thirteen to thirteen, and and uh, he's a load down there. You know, and uh, we needed all thirteen out of thirteen from him. Yeah, I mean, if we'd have made free throws, you know, we missed, I think, two or three front ends of one-on-ones, and then we missed other free throws. You know, we probably left six, seven points on the board from the free throw line. And then, we, I mean, we had wide open looks in the first half. You know, we had some good looks. I thought we were moving the ball really well early and uh, and had some looks. They just, you know, they didn't fall. And uh, they had guys step up and, you know, they had guys step up and make shots, you know. McCullough hit a big shot. Uh, you know, obviously the kid made the two big free throws at the end. You know, Esposito 
second half, you know, we, we didn't have an answer for him. Yeah, I was going to touch on him. You know, he, he averaged 17 coming in. He had 17 yesterday. Uh, today he has 32. Um, what sort of challenges did he face? Did he ha- did he present today that you didn't see from him yesterday? Uh, I mean, nothing really different. He's just really hard to guard because he's aggressive and he's driving and he, you know, he jumps into you. And I don't know how to tell my guys to guard that. Um, yep. You know, I, I don't know. How, you know, we just we got to find a way to do it before Thursday. First of all, I mean, Sac State, that's a good team. So, I mean, do you think this that's just kind of an example of this this unbalanced schedule? I guess what I'm saying is they came in with, with sort of a low seat, but, I mean, that's a pretty competitive team, right? Yeah, no, they're, they're very good. You know, and, and, and you look at the teams they played, you know, they had to play Utah. They had to play Weber. They played Montana. You know, they like they've played, you know, a lot of the top teams in the conference right now. And, uh, you know, they battled – you know, COVID issues too. And, you know, Coach Cass does a great job. They're always prepared and they're physical and tough. And, you know, when you beat, you have to earn it. Win or lose this game, it's sort of a new mentality come next week anyways, right? So I emphasize that element to your guys. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's everybody's zero and zero. And, and uh, you know, it's kind of what team gets hot and gets that mojo in the tournament. And, uh, you know, you just the fun thing about tournament time is you never know what players are going to step up, and and uh, you know there's always somebody you don't expect, and uh, you know we're gonna, we're going to need multiple guys doing that, you know, and we need you know guys to make some shots and and uh, Jabril to still be a load down low, uh, and and play aggressive, you know. But at the end of the day, we gotta we gotta get better defensively, um, you know, if if we want to keep advancing. And what gives you confidence? You do have the ability to make the a run in this tournament. You know, I think some of the, you know, a lot of our games have been on the road, you know. Um, you know, I mean, the wins at Northern Colorado against a really good team. You know, being down 10 both games and coming back and winning. You know, winning at UNLV. Uh, you know, beat Sac State last night. You know, like, we know when we play well and, and, and we're defending playing with energy, you know, we know we can play with anybody. And last one for me, and uh, I think this will be my 12th conference tournament. I've never seen a conference tournament where, two teams haven't played before the conference tournament. So what do you think of that element? The fact that you guys haven't played Idaho state. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's wacky, you know, I mean, and it's, you know, if we, if you end up running into Southern Utah or if Idaho state runs into Southern Utah, like neither one of us played. And so uh, it's going to be, it's going to be wild, you know, when it comes down to, you know, tourney time, one game, you know, on a neutral court and, and uh, you haven't played each other, you know, and which is probably a good thing for the players, you know. So it'll be interesting. Welcome back in. Listen to Nuanez now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide on SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanez, broadcasting to you live from Century Lake Arena in Boise, Idaho. We're about 29 minutes and change away from the second game of the Big Sky Women's Tournament. Northern Arizona taking on Weber State. It is the Montana Basketball Hour presented by Stockman Bank of Montana. Thanks to Stockman Bank and all of our great sponsors for getting us to Boise. It took contributions from Carl Tyler Express Loop, Aspen Sound, Crawford's Automotive, Stockman Bank, Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team at Windermere Real Estate, as well as Nick Tabor and Westpac Wealth. Sean Rainey, Riley Corcoran, both joining me here in Central Lake Arena. And we're talking big sky hoops across the board. So I thought it was interesting what we were just talking about, guys, with the um, sort of 
multiple people stealing votes from certain players on their own teams. I think this is a phenomenon that was replicated in multiple different fashions throughout the all-conference voting. Idaho State on the women's side was absolutely the best team in the Big Sky Conference this year. They did it with a basically four-headed monster. I thought they had four all-conference level players. Dora Golis, who was a first-team All-League selection. Uh, Gabba Kanote, who was a second-team All-League selection. Callie Bourne, who I thought should have been the MVP of the league, was left off the list entirely. Didn't even get honorable mention. And then Estefania Ors, who's a super senior who has had a great career at Idaho State, and she didn't get anything in the All-League honors either. They kind of stole from each other. You mentioned the Montana freshmen. I think that probably Brandon Whitney, Josh Bannon, and Robbie Beasley could have gotten votes, but you can only nominate one player. Trisha Binford, Montana State's head women's basketball coach, she asked me a week ago, she said, in your opinion, as somebody that's covered us, who should I nominate for freshman of the year? Because we have five freshmen that have been really good. She was like, don't tell me who you think is the best. Tell me who you think could win it because I want us to win it. And I said, you know, I don't have an answer because you could you could make a case for Caitlin Lamardo or Lexi Deaton or uh, Leah Beatty. So that phenomenon was true there too as well. So I think a lot of times uh, the teams that have the most balance, it hurts them when it comes to the all-league honors because they don't have the guys that are statistically as quote-unquote outstanding. And I think you saw it with the Grizz men too. Uh, I know the Grizz down year finishing in sixth place, but the fact that you know Kyle Owens just barely stuck on the on the honorable mention all league team is sort of a testament to their balance this year as well. But here's my thoughts, boys. We do a media all conference poll before, and uh, there's a media vote for both the polls as well as teams. But then the postseason, it's voted on by the coaches. I think we should supplement this thing. I think I'm going to launch a Skyline Sports. Media poll. You guys would vote in this thing, right? I'm in. That sounds great. Because then we get recognition for. Uh, here's the thing, too, and I'm not trying to say that the coaches, you know, don't know what they're talking about or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, a lot of times, especially in the, the unbalanced nature of the Big Sky, and we see this in football as well, where there's you know, the coaches don't see four teams. They don't play four teams. So how are they going to supposed to vote on a team that they don't play, right? And there's also some politics sometimes involved. I'm not, you know, going to say that certain coaches aren't going to vote for certain teams and stuff, but I think especially in football, over the years I've heard this like from a lot of coaches that, you know, certain schools aren't going to get votes in certain things. I, I would like to think that, you know, maybe the media throughout the, the conference would be a little bit maybe more unbiased when it comes to voting for some of these guys. So that I like it. Let's do it. I think so, too. And you're on point when it comes to that uh, the bias <laughs> that comes in between because and it, maybe it's not deliberate or intentional in a malicious way, but more of just they want their guys to win, right? Yeah. Certain teams um, trying to politic and everything in between, but I think it would be interesting to at least to compare. It's also interesting in the Big Sky Conference, and we all know this being three media members that work in Montana, is that there's an overwhelming majority of media members in the Big Sky Conference that would be from the Treasure State. So, yeah. again, when we're talking about the bias one way or another, it would be fun just to have multiple outlets out there. So, I'm totally in culture. I think we need to launch that next year for Skyline Sports. Nuwana is now 1290 SP Missoula, statewide SWX Montana Television, marching through the Montana basketball hour as we do each and every Monday. Presented by Stockman Bank of Montana. Stockman Bank has 36 locations across the state of Montana. It's run by Montanans for Montanans. They're only in Montana, and they plan on keeping it that way. Go let Stockman Bank show you what Montana's brand of banking really means. Let's start with the... Go ahead, Sean. I think we need to get a... Um 
an, an added category though when when we do this. I think we need like the like a, the most fun or like the most exciting player in the league. Just a guy like doesn't even have to be good necessarily, but is just like you know the the one that you like to watch the most. The it you know? factor. Yeah, the it might be factor. it might be night. Like it. it might be night this year. Like in the past, it might sure. be Ogine. You sure. know, like guys that are just sure. like super exciting and and fun to watch whether that be athletically or just like with their swagger or whatever and then they, that could be like its own, own little category i like it i'll put you on the spot though would it be john knight who would you pick this year probably i think i mean so. just because at any moment like, oh and, and the way that he just like attacks the, like he just tries to like it's almost like I when he was playing Montana in that first series, like I thought he was gonna he was gonna kill himself because <laughs> I mean, he just kept trying well, to jump he, over he, everybody he hurt, and he's right? gonna yeah and that he's gonna co- keep landing that, on people. That yeah. collision with DJ Carter Hollinger yeah. gave DJ a concussion and it put John Knight in a sling. John Knight still was able to play Southern Utah one that next game as well. But you're right, I, I think he would be in that category too because when you look at his stats, to me, he's a first team player. But if you look okay. at his points. That might not be the, the true indicator. Okay, well, he was 12 points a game is all he should be. And that's Man. why I don't like the, the way that it's just easily set up where you can just go to scoring and that's all it's well, decided. And then, like, on the women's side, man, it's it's Desiree Hansen. Like, we watched her in that first game. Like, sure. she's just, a like, a baller. She's, she's just so baller, fun to watch. Man. Like, the way that she, like, moves and able to, like, manipulate the defense and stuff. Like, just we got to just get the, you know, the, the swag award, the, the most fun to watch award. Uh, and honestly, I think that what Riley just said, by the way, Riley Corcoran, voice of the great Sean Rainey from SWX Montana Television, joining us here on Nuanez now. And I thought what, um, what Riley just said is so spot on. A lot of times... It's just a spreadsheet where you're looking at the points. Like, if you talk to, if you watch Southern Utah, and we got Bryson Lesser from Southern Utah standing right here listening to the show, but Tavion Jones for sure deserves some sort of all-conference accolades. Mason Fawcett did too. But if you watch the way Southern Utah plays, John Knight's the facilitator. He's the catalyst. He's the straw that stirs the drink. The fact that he was able to buy in and not be the leading scorer, but also be one of the best assist guys in the league, that was the key to everything that they did. You also watch him, and he's absolutely one of the best talents in the league. I mean, he's one of the most talented players in the league for sure. And I think that's the frustrating part is a lot of times points equal all-conference accolades. And we've seen this with the Grizz, particularly under Travis DeCure. He makes them run a system. Travis DeCure's never going to have a player average 20 points per game. They're always going to have to spread it out because that's the offense that they run. And you saw, you know, maybe guys get a little bit more accolades than previous players like Saeed Pridgett or Ahmad Rory because there's just going to be systems in the league that cater to scoring. I thought it was the same thing with the Idaho State women. Again, I said on this show and around the Big Sky in women's basketball with Krista Redpath last week that I thought Callie Bourne was the MVP of the league. And she gets fully left off of the all-league honors. That's crazy. And I get, I mean, she only averaged about 11 points per game. But she's the second-leading rebounder in the league. She can play on and off the ball. She can guard the perimeter. She can guard in the post. But more than anything, it comes down to the intangible elements of actually watching the games. She's their leader. Everybody on their team would say, that's our best player. That's the thing that drives me crazy is when you have maybe players from men's or women's leagues that get elevated accolades over their teammates, when I think everybody externally and internally would tell you, this is actually our leader. So here nor there, it's a flawed system for sure. But here we are in Boise at the Big Sky Tournament. And as Chris Redpath said earlier today when I was chatting with her, the MVP in the all-league stuff that really matters is the tournament. And we saw this a couple times, right? Remember when Mike Ogine from Montana, he gets snubbed, he doesn't get first-team all-league, and then he goes out and he wins the tournament for the Grizz, basically gets MVP. That's the MVP that you want. 100%. That, that one, and then Ahmad Rory doing it the following sure. year, right? He was, he felt he was snubbed, and... and that's not the ultimate goal for these guys, but it's something they work on all year long, right? And when it becomes 
Like Ahmad Rory, Michael Guine, I think when you look at the eye test, we would say that what they one of those guys deserves to be MVP during his time here. So right. just to see them come on the tournament run and do it when the lights are bright. And you heard it earlier today on the Inside the Den podcast, but those three guys, they talked about how different the mindset was when you got on this tournament floor. And that's really when the cream rises to the top, right? Go check out the Inside the Den podcast with Riley Corcoran. He's got a great interview with the three aforementioned great Grizzlies. It's a great lesson, really worth your time, and uh, you're definitely going to want to tune in. So, Randy, what, what's, tell us what's going on. Like, What's your plan for this week? Because you're, you're doing coverage for more than just Missoula, right? You're covering Grizz, you're covering Cats, you're covering Eastern Washington, you're covering a lot of you're stuff, You're basically right? covering the entire state. So you, Have no, you been watching? No pressure. No pressure. That, that and then, um, you know, for our KHQ station over in Spokane, I'm covering Eastern and Idaho as well, so I shot the oh, Eastern wow. women's game earlier today. Um, just, you know, Bouncing all over the place, and then I got to. I'll do. I'll provide stuff for our, our wake up show at, in the morning. So do you have to wake up for that? No, I'm not gonna have to. I go don't live. know. I think we need to get him out of lake wake up. Okay, call no, I, I used to do that in Reno. Oh, I had man. to go live a couple times, and let's just say like maybe once or twice I never went to bed and just stayed up playing <laughs> yeah. blackjack the whole night. And yeah, then, and then did my live shot. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. I will say that. I will say this in terms of the longevity of our lives, which I hope are very long and rich. <laughs> This tournament not being in Boy, not being in Reno, excuse me, is the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I would certainly have died an early death if the thing would have continued to be in Reno. There was one year where I straight up didn't sleep the whole time. It's uh, it was a lot of fun, but man, it was quite. And, a, a and quite you were writing gamers like twenty-two gamers. That's right, that's right. I mean, yeah. you were crazy. That that's week. right. That's right. We're still trying to figure out the procedure of what's going on here. I did tune into the Portland State press conference. Uh, after Portland State moved on to the uh, to the quarterfinals of the Big Sky Tournament. By the way, Portland State did win the opening game of the women's tournament, 71-51 over Eastern Washington. So the eighth-seeded Vikings will take on number one Idaho State tomorrow in the 11 a.m. game. I don't really know if they're recording these Zooms, if they're sending them along. I don't really know. We haven't been able to really figure out the procedure yet. But uh, we will give you as much coverage as we possibly can. Obviously, this radio show is going to interrupt a lot of my print coverage at SkylineSportsMT.com. But we will have... Recaps and, and coverage for you from throughout each and every day here at the Big Sky Tournament. About 18 minutes away from the second game of the women's tournament, the Montana angle for this Northern Arizona Weber State game. Well, Lori Payne, the head coach for Northern Arizona, she is from Haver and uh, probably pretty fitting. I can't wait to ask her about it because she's a Haver Blue Pony and the Haver Girls basketball team won the Class A state title for the third time in four years. So I'm sure Coach Payne happy and proud about that. You are listening to the Montana Basketball Hour presented by Stockman Bank of Montana. We're going to talk potential tournament scenarios with Riley Corcoran and Sean Rainey after this. We could have a Cat Grizz round three in the women's tournament. And don't look now, but uh, if I'm Randy Ray, I might be sweating a little bit seeing the Montana men on the other side of the bracket. More on Nuanas now right after this. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home Feels great to be in Boise. 
This is definitely one of my favorite events each and every year. It's like going on vacation to go do a bunch of work, but I can't tell you how much I enjoy it. I can't tell you how much I appreciate all of you out there listening and watching for being a part of it. You're listening to Nuanez now on 1029 ESPN Missoula. If you're watching on TV and the studio's empty, well, that's because we're in Boise. We are in Boise, Idaho at Century Lake Arena. We will be here from stem to stern, bringing you all the action from the Big Sky Conference women's and men's tournaments. The women's tournament underway already. Uh, 2 p.m. tip for the first game, number eight, Portland State. Breezes by Eastern Washington, 71-51. And uh, that means the Vikings, the eight seeded Vikings, are into then the quarterfinals of the Big Sky Tournament. They will play top-seeded Idaho State tomorrow. Uh, at 11 a.m., about 15 minutes away from Northern Arizona, we were state tipping the second game of the women's tournament. The women take center stage for the first two days here, then the men get underway on Wednesday. Wednesday is going to be a bear of a day. The first game tips at 9 a.m., the last game tips at 9 p.m., so we'll have five, count them, five men's and women's basketball games here from Century League Arena. But we're happy to be here. We're so happy to be back in the saddle here in Idaho's capital city. It is the Montana Basketball Hour here on Nuanas now, presented by Stockman Bank of Montana. Stockman Bank, they invite you to experience the Stockman difference as a family-owned community bank with locations throughout Montana. Stockman Bank is committed to enriching the lives of Montanans and helping communities succeed. What that means to you is your money stays in the local economy, supporting your friends and neighbors. Let's talk a little bit about tournament scenarios. Oh, we're doing selfies on live radio. i got to love it. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizzlies, Sean Rainey from SWX Montana joining me as well. And uh, thanks again so much to both Tommy and Reese, our boys back in the studio, for getting us all set to do this remotely all week. All right, boys, let's start with the here and now. Uh, this game coming up in Northern Arizona of Weber State, this should be a pretty easy win for Northern Arizona. Had, uh, probably more hindrances to its season than anybody on the women's side besides Portland State. NAU had a couple of their best players opt out of the season. They also had the preseason MVP, Karika Rashid, who uh, has struggled with some injuries. And Weber State is just a, they're a rebuilding team under Valida Harris it's in her second year. And, uh, I mean, just to be completely frank and honest, they just don't have a lot of talent. And Northern Arizona does have a ton of talent. So I expect NAU to take care of business here pretty easily. We will keep you updated and apprised to the scores as this thing uh, starts and plays out. Tip about, oh, 11 and a half minutes away. But the thing that all our listeners are probably most interested in, guys, first and foremost, is tonight's 8 p.m. game for the Lady Grizz. And they're playing Sacramento State. The Lady Grizz are the sixth seed. Sac State's the 11th seed. Sac State, they did push Montana State on Wednesday. They only lost by four points down in Sacramento, but they got blown out by the Bobcats on Friday. They only won two league games. But to me, there's two. this is a two-part question. We'll start with you, Riley. First of all, I think that this this game with Sac State could be sort of an advantage for the Lady Grizz to get off the schneid. They entered this tournament with a three-game uh, losing streak after having their first five-game winning streak in five-plus years. That said, though, the looming opponent then is Montana State tomorrow. The winner of this game is going to play the Cats. And so I think that the Lady Grizz have a chance to gain some traction, but also is it a distraction that the rival is the, is the team on the horizon? Oh, there's no there's no doubting that. I think that's the, the biggest factor for the Lady Grizz tonight is you cannot overlook Sacramento State. I mean, that's a team that took the Lady Grizz to the wire in Missoula. I think we've talked about this all year with the weird format. It's all about when you play the top teams as far as winning streaks and losing streaks going into the year. Are the Lady Grizz worse than they were a couple weeks ago? I don't think so. They just ended up playing the top two teams in the league over the last couple of 
of weekends. They certainly need some momentum in the right direction. And I think coming into the same kind of analogy and strategy that I said for the men coming into Weber State having to sit around, same type of strategy for the Montana State women. It will be an advantage, I think, for these teams that do play on the opening day. We're going to have to watch on a quarterfinal Tuesday for the women, quarterfinal Thursday for the men. Which one of the teams with a bye comes out so rusty because they don't have any shots on the floor and which team benefits from playing the night before, I do think the Lady Grizz have the advantage big time because of that. And I don't think, besides maybe the Idaho State women, I don't think that there is a, a super dominant team that could just show up and just absolutely 100% win any of these games. Like, I, I think, you know, besides maybe if you're playing the Idaho men, if you're like Southern Utah or Eastern. Sure. But, like, the Montana men are not like good enough to just show up and beat Idaho. Like if they show sure. up and lay a dud, sure. like they can lose. And I think that's almost the case with most of these teams in the first round that aren't, uh, you know, Idaho State women and and maybe Idaho women. So yes, Montana, the Lady Grizz, they need to come out and, and pl put a solid game together. And then you just you just gotta hope that if you can win and play Montana State that. You got to hold them from from the three point line because, and that's a, just a such a tough matchup because Montana just does not shoot the three ball very well at all. Montana State is very very good at that, and it's kind of like a uh, you know modern day basketball. This is kind of like what we're seeing as far as style of play, and so it's it's a tough matchup for Montana. But hey, if if Montana State goes two of twenty and you put together a game. You can definitely win. And my biggest piece to this, and you guys, we, we all watched all 80 minutes of basketball when the Lady Grizz and the Cats played in late January, right? When Montana had their best success is when they were pounding it to Carmen G. Feller in yep. the second half against Montana State. Yep. I would think that if Montana, Montana's game plan in that potential contest would be to go down to Carmen G. Feller and you will win or lose the game with her. You will take your chances there because you're right. All the other matchups on paper, they slant towards the Bobcats and a team that's on a roll right now that feeling good like we've talked about. The, the issue with some of that sometimes and just in today's basketball is like sometimes it's just it's easier. You can double the post and you can can kind of like defend that a little bit better than you can when you're spacing the floor out with five people and, and shoot like you can't stop all when you have good spacing and good flow on offense you, you're not gonna be able to you know contest and, and and stop every three point shot like you can hope that they they miss some of those threes but if that if the team wants to spread the floor and shoot threes like you're gonna get those shots you can kind of if you don't want Montana to shoot in the post with Carmen G. Feller, like it is, you do have the option to take that away For sure. by double teaming. You can't do that. You can't double team on the three point line on certain shooters, you know? So it's like it's a, it's a contrasting style that way. It's the one missing element for the Lady Grizz, honestly, because Lady Grizz have the best post pair in the league. Both Carmen G. Feller and Abby Anderson were third team All Big Sky selections. I think if either one of them was the sole premier post on their team, they would have had even bigger production than they already did, and they probably would have been higher up in third team. But they sort of split some of those votes as well. And Montana has a great slasher in Sophia Styles as well. If they just had a couple knockdown shooters, all of a sudden this Lady Grizz team could actually be sort of a contender. And uh, we'll get in a little bit more about this potential matchup after maybe it's solidified after tonight. But I will say this, one last take on the game tonight for Lady Grizz. Sac State's not very good. They only won one two games during the regular season. But also, it's absolutely the best matchup in the entire league for the Lady Grizz. Sac State likes to press. Well, what does Lady Grizz have? They have the two 
best rim running posts in the league. Abby Anderson is going to get out and transition. She runs the floor as well as any post in the league. And that's why she had two huge games against Sac State when the Lady Grizz beat them earlier this year. So we expect Montana to move on, and uh, that could set up a great Cat Grizz game tomorrow evening. It'll be an 8 p.m. tip in the Big Sky quarterfinals. We're almost done with hour number one, but one more thought, guys. The way that the top seeds in the men's tournament played out, so Utah gets the number one, Eastern Washington gets the number two, even though they were in the driver's seat for pretty much two straight months, but that Idaho State loss on Thursday costs Eastern the league title, and it bumps down everybody else. Weaver State gets their game against Northern Colorado, canceled on Saturday, and so Eastern gets the two, Weaver gets the three, that means Idaho State gets the four, Montana State gets the five, and the Grizz get knocked down to number six. Well, the Grizz are going to play one win Idaho on uh, Wednesday, and like Sean said, the Grizz better not take them lightly because Idaho, although they only have one win, they have four seniors and they're playing in their home, home state. And I just think that this Montana team, they're not experienced enough to, to take it lightly. They're going to have to bring their A game. If they do, I think they'll win going away, but they're going to have to take care of their A game. If and when they do win, though, what's the bracket read then, guys? It reads Weber State versus Montana. And honestly, Manny Ray is one of the most accomplished coaches in not just the history of the Big Sky Conference, but in mid-major men's college basketball. He has been the Big Sky Conference Coach of the Year five times. He's the leading, he's the all-time leader in wins in both overall and in conference play. He's coached many league MVPs, but yet the Achilles heel has almost always been Montana. He does have the most recent championship win over Montana, but he's been knocked out of this tournament more times than I can even count by the Grizzlies, and so you just wonder if that's a looming mental factor. So we'll start with you, Sean. What do you think of the potential if the Grizz can take care of business of a Weber State-Montana matchup in the quarterfinals? Well, I think Riley made an interesting point as far as the, the no shoot-arounds and Weber State not coming in until Thursday. You couple that with the fact that their most recent game did get canceled. That's going to be a long time without playing a basketball game. And the other thing that we always hear about having this, this tournament here and the setup is the teams that get a game on the court, you get used to the shooting and your surroundings and just the feel of it, yep. can be an advantage when you go into that that second game with the team that had the bye who hasn't played on the court yet. It's obviously not going to be an, it's not an advantage, you know, long term throughout because it's hard to win four games in a row. But that that second game, when you, when you can win, if Montana can beat Idaho, get some confidence. You're used to the court. You're feeling good. And then Weber State's coming in, hasn't played in a long time, hasn't shot on this court, hasn't played on this court. That, that, that first half could be a big advantage for Montana and in this matchup. You listen to the Montana Basketball Hour. Just a couple minutes left in the Montana Basketball Hour presented by Stockman Bank here on Nuana. As now Sean Rady, the uh, sports director at SWX Montana, as well as Riley Corcoran joining me on 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide on SWX Montana Television. Stockman Bank, they are Montanans serving Montanans. Your phone calls are always answered by a live person, and their online and mobile banking platforms are robust, allowing you to bank from wherever you are, whenever you might need it. I was messing around with my Stockman Bank accounts today. I forgot my iPad charger and my MacBook charger. I've only covered 12 of these tournaments. I can't bring any of my power cords. So I had to run over there and do a little business expense. You know, get myself a new one, but Stockman Bank had me covered. It's very easy to move stuff around to your accounts, and so we got it taken care of. Last thought, Riley, before we head into hour two here on Nuanas Now. 
I would think that what Sean was saying about the setup with Weber State of Montana is fascinating. I think, though, we talked a lot about this. I know you guys did to start the show and just off mic here. Every team has that opponent they don't want to play. And we know for Montana that's going to be Eastern Washington, specifically this year, but for Weber State. And I think, Coulter, when you're talking about the historical side of things, they have met in the Big Sky Conference Tournament amazingly eight of the last ten years. And so there is a lot of history between these two, 78-49. to 49. That is what Randy Ray is thinking about because that was the worst loss Weber State has had in the Big Sky Conference Tournament. It was in the semifinals here a couple of years ago. And I would say the three of us were all in Dahlberg Arena here on February 11th. I remember the day because I think it was the best one of the year for Montana. That better than Washington is when they beat Weber State. And I think we all kind of were stunned at that result. But it goes to show you this Montana team, they're bizarre. We followed them all year. They're 13-12. And, and we what Montana team this show-up game game out, but they know that inner confidence to know that they've already beaten Weber State. I X Factor coming in. This is a team that plays better. Every game that I've seen them with Washington, Arizona, when the brights are lighter, it's a phrase Coach uses a lot, but it is very true with this team. When the lights are brighter, this team shows up, and because of that, they might overplay their abilities against Weber State, so absolutely think there's a good upset chance there. Listen to Nuanez now on 129 ESPN Missoula. We're live from Boise, Idaho, Central Link Arena, about two minutes away from Northern Arizona and Weber State tipping. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you. We got Krista Redpath, Brooks Nuanez, and a Grizz Greats right after this. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus. 